0: deep into all things Texas, both on and off the field. Here's Sean Pendergast and Pro Football Hall of Famer, the
1: General, Sean McClain. What, 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 welcome, welcome to Utopia. The biggest game at NRG Stadium since last Sunday, Texas. <laughs> For the Houston Texans, I'm Sean Pendergast. One half of Payne and Pendergast, Sports Radio 610. Of course, joined as always, I'm a good friend, the Hall of Famer. He's our senior columnist at SportsRadio610.com. John McClain. And uh, yeah, John, the loss to the Jags combined with the Broncos being one of the hottest teams in football and this Texans Broncos game almost as important as the Texans Jags game was last week. Certainly important for the Texans playoff chances. The only thing that's missing is there's no divisional ramifications like last week's. But this is a huge, huge game on on kind of a thin kind of a thin uh, board of games. On on Sunday, this is one of not only one of the better games, but one of the most important games on the on the schedule.
2: They had uh, national media was in NFL Network, ESPN. They had sideline reporters, reporters up in the press box by me. It was uh, fun to see national media coming around again. And uh, Broncos, Sean Payton, he's uh, along with D'Amico Ryan's candidate for coach of the year, Dan Campbell. For some reason. Still is the leading candidate. More people betting on him. Shane Steichen's in the running as well. He's done a fabulous job with the Colts. Right now, the Texans are in third place because they're tied record wise with the Colts, but they don't own the tiebreaker because they lost that game. So every game is crucial. They've got to beat the Broncos because of the competition for the playoffs. They Right now, they're the first two teams on the outside looking in, and the Colts or the team they're looking directly at.
1: Yeah. What would qualify for you, John? They've got six games left. They're six and five. What would qualify for you? Like what's the best record that they could have where you would still be disappointed on the season?
2: Uh, considering where they've come, if they finished with a losing record, I'd be disappointed considering Same. the schedule. Yep. Nobody can finish 500 anymore. And, and, you know, they had a tie last year, but, I think at this point, they need to win nine games. If they win more, that's great. They've already won the number that I said they would win, six. And uh, they've showed, because it's Trout, they can move the ball and score on anybody. Seven games in a row decided in the last 30 seconds. The one Sunday uh, when Matt Amendola hit the crossbar, 29 seconds remained. So this team has showed he can play close games, It can win close games, they also can lose close games.
1: Yeah, they at this point I think they're just I feel like they're just somebody that plays to the level of who they're playing against, which is given that they're a better team now. They're that's that's huge progress. You know, if they're if we're still talking next year about six and five and playing down to the level of teams, we'll feel considerably different. But this has been a whole lot of fun. Um, it it would be nice. Have the Texans on the winning end of a nice double-digit win this Sunday. I, I don't know how much more my heart can take at the end of these games. Well, I don't,
2: that may not happen the rest of the year. Yeah. What amazes me is they can play so bad. No running game, terrible pass protection, had to burn two timeouts because of mental mistakes, and then they can't get close to Trevor Lawrence, Touch him only twice, knocked him down two times, no sacks. And uh, they gave up four pass plays of 42 or more yards. And yet, if that 58-yard field goal had been a few inches more, they would have been tied going in probably overtime. So they played bad in a lot of areas, and they still could have won it because Stroud played another great game.
0: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble, betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70 yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to keepitfunohio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
1: Yeah, Stroud is a superhero. I mean, that's that's my my overall takeaway with this team is he's just a tremendous, tremendous football player, and that's what keeps this team afloat right now. Like he is. He's not going to win the MVP of the league. But if we're taking the word "valuable" at what the face value definition of the word "valuable" is, he, he's there's a definite argument that he's the most valuable player in the league. Without him, you know they're six and five right now. Without him, what are they? Two and nine, probably. You know they win a couple. Of Davis games.
2: Mills would have won a couple.
1: Yeah, they yeah, two and nine. I mean, this time last year they were two and nine or whatever it was, or one nine and one, whatever they were. Um, so that's, that's how it would be probably, probably a more competitive version than last year's team, just based on D'Amico and the staff being good. So maybe I'm selling them a little short, but, um, and with that in mind, John, I know you get the same email I do from Jimmy Shapiro with the odds in it for Super Bowl and MVP and all the different awards. There is one award that the odds makers have declared over. It's a TKO. They Every other rookie on the offensive side of the ball. He's taking a standing eight count in the corner and they're about to get waved off because CJ Stroud in the eyes of the odds makers, at least he has clinched the offensive rookie of the year. They will take no more action on offensive rookie of the year because it is that lopsided right now.
2: Even if he suffered a season ending injury right now, he might still win.
1: Oh yeah. No, John, John, I said two weeks ago, he could miss the rest of the season and he'd win the offensive rookie of the year. He, He was doing things. They played 11 games. He was doing plenty of things through nine games if he hadn't seen any rookies since, since Andrew Luck, you know. So I think he clinched it two weeks ago, and I think he's, the odds makers think he's really clinched it now. Uh, let's hope we don't have to put that to the test. Let's see him play 17 games, not uh, 11 games, and then a couple series against uh, against Denver.